2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. McDonald's.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Elmubia saves. Knockout follows in. Elmubia saves again. And now one on the counter attack. Forestier. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hulk D.D. I do not believe what? I.
3: We, yeah. we, we're going to jump into something slightly different here. And, and more for anything, because let's face it, we have a segue that n- not only references Birmingham royalty, but is also what we call one in 10. One in ten,
2: on Come
3: on. one in ten there we go. Very good. There we go. I, 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 thank I, you. I, for, you very
1: good. Uh, yeah, exactly.
3: Well, no, we, we do this normally with all of the opposition uh, that, that we, we go and we ask them to give us a rating of out of 10, for their for their last ten managers or what have you, but they also give us a one-word review. Now I'm not going to ask for a figure out right. of ten for any was of these. The
0: one season at Watford was it that I've got to
3: do then? Where, <laughs> where's that Where's that badum Tish I've got around here? Hold on there. We we're gonna go, We're gonna go through the manager, and oh, no, I don't need a mark out a ten. We you can leave you can leave yeah, that okay, for. No, no, no. You, okay, all right. You can, well, you can have that for the next book if you wish, but that's fine. But definitely a, a one-word review, I think, would be wonderful. You okay. joined Malky. What's the one word that? And it can be it can be it can be teapot. It doesn't matter. If it's something random, it's fine. No. Hungry was always eating.
1: Oh. <laughs> this, this <laughs> is That's what we're after. <laughs> yeah, was
3: we always eating. We're not looking for any psychological insight here. Hungry is a good Oh stuff. I like it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Hungry. Yeah. Sean Dyche. Legend. Oh, this cool. is good. He has gone legend, and the next one is Gianfranco Zola magician
0: you you know the stories behind all of it you don't want me to give me like a little bit of context you you certainly can you you certainly Uh, can Malky was Malky was brilliant but Obviously, I don't know if you've been into the canteen. You probably saw on am Casper. When you go to the canteen, yeah, the, the the serving hours on the left, and his manager table used to be right at the end of it. So you, no matter what you had to do to queue up to get your food, you had to stand next to the manager's table. He would always, he'd always be eating. That's what I mean. all I can ever remember with Malky is he was always there first eating. I assume because he was doing other stuff, but he was first to eat anyway. And every time we had, it should be sponsored by Joma. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Joma At the time, Berda, Berda, wasn't it? Burda, sorry, burda, yeah. I knew it was one of those. And he just used to just like give me shit all the time. Every time I was trying to get food and I was like, I'm just trying to eat, like I'm not even I wouldn't even mind if I had a plate full of like burgers and chips or something and they could turn around and go, Oh, what you eating? Like halfway through a mouthful of food, go, Oh, I wonder what Troy's going to eat today today.
1: I'd like, I'm do one.
0: Like, <laughs> Have you look at your plate, mate? Yeah. I don't <laughs> Obviously, he's the manager. And, and, I'd, and I'd came in, but I understood now what it was for, is because I was the massive fish at Warsaw in a really small pond. Yeah. Well, probably the puddle at that point, And I'd come into a group that was, well, we had 16 players at the time, like Dale Bennett, Matty Witchlow, Rowe all of those, Eddie Shoddy, those type of players. And it was like, we need everyone. We can't have any ego in this room. We can't have it. So it was a constant, like, try to bring me down. Keeping
3: you in order sort of thing.
0: It was for the greater good. And obviously at 21 at the time, and now really rich, as you can imagine, on five grand a week, I was like, Fuck off, you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do me a favour. <laughs> yeah. You keep throwing that past to yeah but it was. But no, he, was, he was. brilliant. He was brilliant for me. Legend for daishi because I think daishi was the one who made me a man in football. Where we spoke about Tommy doing really good things. I remember, at 18, I was still playing Saturday and Sunday league. Mm-hmm. So from 18 to 20, i had won Young Player of the Year, been promoted out of League Two, top goal scorer in League One, won Player of the Year, Fans Player of the Year in two years. So everything went bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's hard work and all of that and dedication behind it. But to a kid now, and now I've just got my move. This is it. I've cracked football. This is a piece of <laughs> piss. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then I've completed football. I need the next game. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. And then obviously, I got to to, to Watford. Didn't have a, like, let's be honest, had a shit first season. I was playing left wing because uh, Danny and Mark. You were on the and, wing, were not you? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. All of that stuff. But a lot of it was my own fault. Because I didn't apply myself the way I should have, not in the case of doing the work, but like being professional afterwards. I was out four times a week. We've been through all of that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daishi, Daishi, like, was the one who came in and went, no, no, no. This is how it is. You either do it or you'll go. And he tried to get rid of me. No one wanted me. And then it just worked. I can't even explain. Like, I wouldn't say personality-wise we're the same. I wouldn't say we listen to the same music. I wouldn't say anything of that sort. But he was like a dad role that. I hadn't had. Do you get what I mean? My yeah. dad was still alive at this point, but he, because my dad was in that jail all the time, this was like the constant. Do this, do that, and I was seeking his like praise all the time. So if I bad. scored a goal yeah. and he was like, "Ah, oh, that's what you need to do, Troy." I was like, "Do that again." And like it's it just it was a weird thing that happened, but it wasn't like scripted, it just fell into place. Yeah. And obviously, then that same year I, I get sent away. And the way he was with me and my family at that point, I, yeah, he went, it went uh, above and beyond. And then you said John Franco, he's the first person to taught me how to be a, a goal scorer. I'd never scored 20 before I met him. Definitely. And he got he got the best version of Troy because he got a focus, dedicated, uh-huh. last chance you, this has to work. What, I'm all in on football. What did he do then? What was the
2: thing that he did to make you the goal scorer?
0: Because I was a mid... This is what people don't know. When I got picked up for Warsaw, I was a midfielder. Hill, yeah. Right. That's what I got picked up for. But before I went to Chelsea Town, I was a right back. So <laughs> I never played up front ever in my life. And then I got to Warsaw and they were like, he's big. He's six, I'm six foot one, throw him up front. The modern day League Two player at that time was big one, little one. And I wasn't yeah, yeah. quick. I could get about, but I'm not as quick as as what you class of. A Jermaine Defoe type that's on, on, the, on the shoulder. Or Kevin Phillips for this podcast would, would make more sense. But so he was the one who was t- taught me all the little nuances that I spoke about in, a, in an interview before. But like he compared me to Jimmy Floyd Hasselbeck. Now my dad's a massive Leeds fan, right? So I was like Jimmy Floyd, what Jimmy Floyd Hasselbeck he went to Chelsea and got the legs like this and all of that kind of thing. So then he sat and taught me through it, and, and, and there's, it's hard to describe it. But we did this shooting drill, and he put the ball on the six yard line, and it was scoring the corner. So. Two balls down, pass it right foot, pass it left foot. Penalty spot, back, back, back. So you get to the edge of the box. And he goes, edge of the box, find the corners. And all of a sudden, I just started lacing it. And probably you guys do it. You start trying to whack it. He's like, what are you doing? I'm not trying to score. He's like, no, no, no. Moves the goal, Puts out of the pitch again. He goes, pass it. And he walked out 20 yards. He went, pass it to me, and I'm side-footing it. He goes, no, no, pass it strong, and I'm side-footing it. And he's like, so why are you shooting like that for? Right. And then like, someone just went,
2: ah. Oh. Right.
0: Yeah, he's I mean, right. I'm actually, I'm actually all, all that happens is you stick a goal in front of people and we lose our minds, whether that be defending or attacking. Yeah, so how yeah. many times do you see people, defenders facing their own goal, yeah. and the ball comes across the box and they slash it in? Yeah. But if you actually think about it, how many balls come, move it 20 yards up the pitch from halfway line, try to get in behind, and they take a touch and they'll go back to the goalie, or they'll put it out of touch, but you put the goal in and people can see the goal and we all go, whoa, this could have massive effect positively or negatively. So he did that with me. And then secondary to that, he did this shooting drill. And Daishi started this part off, actually, where he, he brought Teddy Sheringham in for the day. And we did a shooting drill with Teddy Sheringham. And that was that was unbelievable in terms of listening to that and, and learning. But he he did this drill where he, he, he filmed me. And bear in mind, this was 2012?
1: 2012? Now so yeah,
0: yeah. like, wow, everything's filmed, isn't it? But then it wasn't. So he was filming me, and he was like, look at your stride. He got the guy to do it. He said, look at your stride pattern. So I used to run up with three big steps and bang, all my power. And he's like, no, 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 no. Watch this. Half the distance with, with his little legs, and he'd take like eight steps, and he'd put it in the top corner. You'd be like, how the fuck do you do that? And he's like, <laughs> you take three. I need you to take eight steps. And then I'm like running, and my balance is all over the place, and I look like bad man. He's like, you really? I said, you <laughs> Get eight steps, and he's like, Right, and then he put the ladders out. And he basically broke it down so that I had to take smaller steps and then pass it, lashing it and squatted it. And then before you know it, I'm scoring more in training. And but we're doing this every day for like three months daily, stay out 50 balls, bang, 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 bang. And before you know it, I'm scoring. And what we had, I had the luxury, our vids were scoring. If you remember yeah, the yeah. start of that season, yeah, yeah kids were scoring and no one was really caring what I was doing and then it was a about the game we beat Leeds away if you remember 5-1 yeah with yeah. Neil Warnock he's, uh, he's still very happy about that yeah Neil Warnock and I remember Joel actually I'm giving away a shit penalty. Him and Doyle messing about, it really annoys me. But <laughs> as you can tell, I'm over it as well. This, this is
3: a game was, that's 12 was, years was, ago, it was, everybody.
0: It was, it, was, it was that game, but it was, if you remember, I scored the game before and he dropped me. Yeah. And it was right. the first time in my career I'd ever been dropped for rotation. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had Alex Ge- Gecko. Joker? Yeah. Uh, Alex Hayhoe. Yeah. Hey, we gave Vegeta, did it? Stupid. Yeah. It Stupid name. <laughs> anyway, he, he started this game. And I was like, my ego is roof. How the fuck is he starting over me? And I've already scored. I think I was at about eight or nine at that mm-hmm. point. I've already scored. And I'm in a... And every striker thinks it should be in a run of form. And when you score, you're just guaranteed to start. You could be a bag of shit, but you scored the last minute. I scored the last game. I got to play this one. That was the striker's mentality. But mm-hmm. he, he rotated it and put Alex in. And then if you remember, Alex set up vids for the first goal. And I was off. That's it. I'm not going to play <laughs> next weekend. he's like, my head just fell off. And then he brought me on. We were four... Four one up, and Almond scored in top corner. Sean Yates he had scored. Sean Mori, everyone had scored. worldies and it got to this point. I don't know if you if you were at the game or if you can remember. Yeah, I was, there. was yeah. shooting from thirty yards. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I
3: right, give me the ball. I want to <laughs> score. Like, give me the fucking ball."
0: <laughs> so if you actually, if you can remember the goal and the game, Sean Mori takes it inside, and I run and take the ball off him. Yeah, yeah. Turn, and I shoot from twenty-five yards, and it goes in. I was like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, <God> for
3: that." <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love the succession of that particular story. Everybody's shooting from 25 yards. I take the ball from Sean Murray and I shoot from 25 yards. Yeah, right absolutely. Done. Excellent. <laughs> but I'm shooting. That's exactly. My
1: exactly. job yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to shoot and score. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like,
0: this is what I practice. So when you like, are out doing your like, long passes and your corners and your free kicks, I don't get involved in that. The shooting drill, give me the fucking ball. Get out That's the way. me. That's yeah, me. so... Yeah that that was the game that set me over.
3: On the cool. on the Deany Talks podcast you talk to a number of players and you talk about the calmness of finishing. Is that yeah. where your calmness of finishing started to come from?
0: Absolutely. Cuz you you you're replicating the time and I I just did some work for Talk Sport against watched the Palace Burnley game. Uh-huh. And it's interesting what I what I noticed now. And I was doing it. And I said it before the game and it played out. I know that Palace went on to win. I think it was it 3 0 or what. Yeah, yeah. But when you watch people do the warm ups now, I don't know if you get to the game earlier or so. Watch. But when you watch the warm ups, there's no intensity in the shooting drill. It's like player passing, the might be a loose touch, run round, shoot again. They're all trying to chip it, they're trying to dink it. And then you get to game time and suddenly they're expected to go, go on. And you only get that one chance to finish it. And it's like, no, no, that's not how it works. The chipping and the dinking and all of that, that's Monday and Tuesday of the week. Yes. <laughs> not, yeah. not Saturday one forty-five or 2.45, whatever the time is. Yeah. Now, as soon as you step off that bus, and that was like, we'll, we'll, we'll move to it, but when we got our, our best team in, in my time was the team that got to the FA Cup final. That was right. our best team.
2: i agree with that. Yeah.
0: For, for quality, Yes. But for professionalism, drive, standards. And we did all like each other, by the way. Mm. Right. There was this thing that like, we had to fucking win. And it didn't matter. The only way we would ever get on is if we won. Yeah. Right. Look at the personalities you had in that group. You had Fozzie and Horelio both go for number one spot. Yep. That's, that's yep. challenge already in itself. Yeah. Even, I want to say Batman was there then at that point. No, he was. He daddy was third. He was well. the third keeper. Yeah. He was third yeah. choice. And daddy, daddy was trying to be in that as well. Right. And Daddy. Good kid, got on to do whatever. Should never be made captain, but that's not my opinion. It is what it is. He's Trish. in a situation where he he was trying to be in that. So even the third one was pushing the second one. The second one was pushing the first. And if Fuzzy didn't do well, they had to answer to these guys. Yeah. And then you had, so you had Fuzzy Gomi. You had Craigie Kafka. You had yeah. Sebastian Prodel. You had Britos. You had Darryl Yammer. You had Kapu, Decore, Will Hughes, Chalaba, Tom Cleverley. You had myself... RJ Gray, Delefeu Pereira. If you didn't, if you shot and didn't score, hey, <laughs> I, that's why Dre used to get so much. And, and like, Dre knows it. I've spoken about it. He, he, he messaged me about the comment, like I said. And it, it, was, it was fun because he knows who I am. But it's like, you don't ever look, like I've got four kids. I don't want any of my kids to play football like RJ Gray. You know, if you're building your kids to like look and play, Mm -hmm. he's aesthetically, he's awful, isn't he? Technically, he's awful. But what he's very good at is quick, he's powerful, and give him enough shots, he'll score in the game. Dre, Dre understands what I'm saying. And he even yeah, yeah. say the same He he doesn't want his kids to play like me, like big fat lump up front. He probably doesn't want that. It's fine. <laughs> but the point what I was saying is he used to get so much shit off us because he, the way he played, he was always the one on the end of the shots. Yeah. Do you remember I mean,
1: that one at Burnley he scored where it come across and he caught it on the volley? On the shin. Oh, the on shin, the shin, yeah. I was just like, how the fuck he scored that? Yeah, <laughs> so you could you could probably fit back to 10
0: or 15 times, he had one and ones, and none of us thought he was going to score. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. a bit and, and
1: that's and that's yeah. not
0: a big at Dre, that's just certain people's characteristics. Like Gerard Delafaya, we knew he was going to come in on his right foot, yeah, but he didn't know if he was going to shoot, if he's going to chop back again, if he was going to cross. And the very last thing you wanted to do was pass it to someone. So there was always these, these nuances within that group of accountability. And you know what? Gerard might mess this up three or four times, but we're only going to get on him if we don't win the game. Whereas now, I find when I watch a lot of these games, it's first person makes a mistake. Oh, okay, I just did your crap. And it's like, well, he's only made one mistake. 50, <laughs> <laughs> we're all going <laughs> to make <laughs> 10, We're all going to make 10, mistakes, aren't we? And, and the only way you do it is by winning the game. And Justin, yeah. I don't need to team them all up say, how bad you work football. Like,
2: no, that's fine, Troy. You, you're forgiven because you're Troy. It's fine. <laughs> don't,
3: don't <laughs> <worry>. There's <laughs> photographic proof of that. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. <coughs> um, right. We, yeah, we're we're going to come back. I love these stories that we go into. Let's go into the next. Let's go. We won't have anything said about about Billy McKinley. He wasn't there long enough to do so. Or indeed Oscar Garcia. But what about soninho What would be your one word for Saninio? Smiles. Looks Mental. to the side. Mental.
1: Mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was mental. Showy, Deeney, everybody. Oh,
0: mental. Excellent. Yeah, so we had, we had, yeah, uh, that year we ended up with four, didn't we? Yeah,
3: yeah, because it was it yeah. was Oscar Garcia, Billy McKinley, and then, of course, Shikanovic.
0: Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cedillo started it, and yeah, so we got, if you remember, we bought in Lloyd Dyer that year? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So we had Lloyd Dyer, Ketchianya. yeah. I was like, oh, my God, we're, we're set here. I'm going to score for fun, because we were going to play a 4-3-3. Three, three. We lost Vids. Yeah. Iggy wasn't even around at this point. Excuse me. And I thought, we're going to score for fun Funair. Yeah? And my biggest takeaway for Be- two of Mr. Cedino's gigs, three of them actually, three little stories. One, the trading ground, I don't know if you've been on the trading ground is really nice, isn't it? Yeah. you got that fence where the uni use behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. His first day, he thought to get everybody on side, we haven't earned the right to play on the nice pitches, so he's going to take us to the back pitches. <laughs> As you can imagine, that went down like a... <laughs> Leslie, and we're trying to do these passing drills that he's got on, but it's bouncing everywhere, just like it's, it's a normal, but it's a rugby pitch that we're trying yeah. to play on. Yeah. So it's got big, you pass a ball, the ball's bouncing up, and then he's, cat's oh, they get it, losing his head. a look,
1: you fucking put us on here. Eh?
0: Like... <laughs> then the session, instead of it being an hour, was two hours and 45 minutes his first session was on this rugby pitch. <laughs> so as you can all imagine, everyone... Day one, we're like, this is a prick. He ain't got that <laughs> he's not gonna last. No. First and then course. we ended up beating Bolton the first game of the season and 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 then also we brought Vids back, didn't we, in, in pre season in Austria. Yeah. Bear yeah. in mind, by the way, what he also did, Beppe, had a lovely, lovely idea was to have three weeks in Italy. This is this is leading on to story two. So our preseason. We we've, we came back on the 20th of June. My birthday is the 29th of June. I'm very lucky that my birthday never falls on pre season. So I do, I get fit, I have a nice little blowout for my birthday, and then I suffer for six weeks. I'm a mental thing, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. This clever fellow went, we'll do a week in Udine and two weeks in Austria, Like just just run through. So I had to have my birthday with him singing happy birthday to me, when I knew I should have been at about 18 different parties. Him singing happy birthday to me on, a, on an Udinese pitch, where I didn't want to be. And also, I don't know if you've been to Udine, they've got one hotel, which the team use. They've got one pizza place, which Gino owns. And they've got the stadium. That's Oudanay. Yeah. <laughs> All else to do. So... I was buzzing my tits off being there.
3: And then you go and then was, you go to the Tyrol, which is basically lots and lots of mountains and nuns singing up there. That's about it really, isn't it?
0: <laughs> and then, so we got, we did that. And then we went on a coach straight across to Austria and uh, Vids is, is there now, so happy. And then we brought this fitness guy in and I won't say his name because we are friends now, but at that time we definitely wasn't. And they had this thing at Watford where it was like, Troy's too heavy. I'm too big, I'm too fat, I'm this all that. But, but there was no... S- Substance behind it, it was just someone's opinion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So they was like, "You have to be under 12 percent body fat. I always wasn't the 12 percent body fat. Ah, but if we get Troy down let's say the number was 100 kilo. They would go. We want you at ninety-five, and I'd be like, "Why? We just think you will be good." Well, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not yeah. going to. A, I'm going to starve. I'm already. Bear in mind, the season before, I scored twenty-five goals and we finished thirteenth in the league. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I ain't the fucking problem. <laughs> Do you know what I
1: mean? Like, I'll doing my end of the. i am doing my bit.
0: Yeah. It's a, stra- so, it a
3: strange time to choose that as the thing to go and solve. Yeah. So, so we're in. So we're in. We're in
0: this 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 like chalet kind of thing where we stay. And I was like, do you know what? No problem, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'll do it. And to be fair, Scott, Duxbury phoned me. He was like, look, I'm here. You're frustrated. Just buy into it. Give it two weeks. If you come back and you feel awful or whatever, we'll reevaluate. Scott, no problem. At least you've, you've explained it. I, I can try and build into it, it. Day one, they gave me like no joke. I didn't even got a it. but it was like this. I felt like Oliver Twist going like, can I have some more? <laughs> It was, like, it was like a small little bowl that like you probably give your kids their cereals and like, <laughs> like 10 bits of pasta
3: in it and like half a piece of chicken. Pining, <laughs> we for, do- pining for the days of Malky's leftovers at that point, aren't you?
0: Yeah, we were doing three sessions a day <laughs> on that. So they, But they would come in and go, there's one. And I'd be like all right do the session come back well surely you're going to give me a bit more now same thing same thing so we got to day three and the only way i could describe it is imagine a rock riler being in a cage and you keep kicking the cage
1: yeah
0: yeah it got to a point where the, the fitness guy wouldn't give me the food and i think it was like dave What's it say it's like four or five anyway i'm doing this thing i'm losing about a kilo and a half a day at a minute i'm like dying and then the the guy they sent over the intern eric his name was lovely fella from from sweden he he come over it was he was tasked with giving me the food and dealing with whatever i said back to him as quick as he could. But so on this day, on this fifth day, everyone's got their food. It's up, it's ready. My food's not ready. So everyone's sat down now eating, but I used to take a piss up there. Oh, yeah. you're getting air, sawdust, <laughs> like all of this kind of thing. <laughs> now my head's, my head's going now because I'm tired because we're it's training. Raining, yeah. I'm fucking starving and no one's bringing me my food. So I've lost my head anyway. Where's my food? Where's my food? Eric, come over. No joke. He was like this. and I've apologized to him afterwards. afterwards. He, he's left now, but he was like, Shaking. He's giving me the thing, but his hands are shaking. I was like, if that's all that is there for me, I suggest you fucking turn back round and eat that fucker over there with the plate because what he you is getting it. And he's <laughs> dropped his food off. No joke. You know what was on my plate? I'll never forget this. Four pieces of spinach, a piece of lettuce, and a prawn. Fucking <laughs> <You know>, hell. What? <laughs> yeah, Clearly going overboard with the prawns. So as you can imagine, at that point, through this food on the floor, there was a spa... 25 minute walk away. I went, I'm going there, I'm gonna get what I'm gonna get, and this is all your own fucking fault. And I came back with the biggest amount of fucking Harry Bow's <laughs> bats you name it. Yeah. I had them in my hand like this anyway. I get I get back to the place, and as I get back, Beppe Sinedio and his goalkeeping coach Paulo are fighting. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> oh, fucking hell.
0: Section, I'm going. <laughs> I, it was like something out of like a a fucking comedy sketch. I've got these dagger tweets when everyone told me I couldn't have anything. And the, the manager and his assistant are being pulled apart because they're scrapping with each other. And I was just like, this said for me, you know? I just walked straight up to my room and just started scoffing all night. But it was, it was, it was mental, mate. Honestly, under him, because he was under so he wanted so much control. He was so like, he dictated to everyone, but never, never communicated with anyone. And that, that was his downfall. So yeah, for
3: wow. him, mental. Wow. Um, I'm I'm mindful of the time because we've got 10 minutes. <laughs> I will right, quite... give you an extra um, half an hour is fine. Don't worry, half are six is fine Are you sure? Oh, lovely. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, no. So let's let's get to Ikanovic then. Let's we, we'll we'll pass pass yeah, Garcia slab. slab slab was Slav was okay.
0: I I feel for Slav because he he didn't really have to do much. He got he got we made him have a career off it, but he wasn't much. Yeah. He, he
1: Are you say so, so? Basically, he he just picked up where somebody else had left off, and laid foundation. No, a lot a lot of it was Dean Austin. Got cool, yeah, Okay. Dean cool. Austin did
0: a lot of the stuff from a coaching point of view, but from purely from a player player yeah. point of view, you had myself, Aurelio Gomez, Ben Watson, Matty Connolly. Yeah. You had a good spine of a team that was like this is how it needs to be. Then you go. Angela was there. Toza was there to trying to fit for the team. Abhin Abdi, Vids. So we had, we had a spider lads that knew English football and how to get the job done or how we fought to get the job done along with really talented lads who were technically better than what the, the league had at that time. And Then you, you, what you would consider our like, our filler players were like Akechiania, Forestieri. It was a proper team. Like, do you get what I mean? We, we should never have even been in a position where we struggled. I think we even had Parades as well. Like, he, like we had a yeah. good outfit, man. Had yeah. a really good outfit. So when I say like, I'm not not to be disrespectful to Slab, but it was kind of like line us up, Dean will do all the coaching, line us up, send us out there with a game plan, and then we'll we'll figure it out on the pitch. And and that's kind of what happened on a lot. of well, the, the one big call that he made. Which is the reason we got promoted was when he pulled a catchy yeah. off. At yeah, at Brighton. Brighton. At Brighton. Yes, that was sure. one I big call that no one, no one see going. But if you ask the lads, and if they're being honest, and most of them will be honest, but if you ever ask the lads from that time period, we used to come in at half time, sit down, let, we're one nil one nil down, whatever it might be, and they'd all go, like, Troy, what do you think? And then if I was heated because we we're one nil down, I'd be like, what do you talk? Because what I've been there, done it, it was more mm-hmm. calm. But it was like, we organized it between ourselves, and it it just it just worked and again, that's not to downplay him because he he enabled us to have that platform to do it. but yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say he tactically set us up in this way, and that made us better, or the coaching sessions were any better. It was like, Dean, you delivered that, and then we delivered on a on a bigger scale I was
3: suppose? that almost as yeah. almost like a natural reaction to the churn of managers that you'd got, which is well, the constant in the changing room, is the players. And as you just described, the, the mix and the makeup of the players that we had, had that yeah. maturity. I mean, everybody remembers, obviously, the 7-2 for, for Ben Watson's influence yeah. coming in at the uh, so second half. That was half. in January.
0: Yeah, yeah that was... January. But if you remember, the actual game that changed it was Fulham when we yeah. beat him 5-0. 5-0, yeah. That guy um, keeps wearing trousers. What was that about that night? That yeah, that's the boy used to be at Palace. I forget his name. Yeah, they had... Um, so if you remember we didn't win the four before that yeah. and there was rumours that Slav could go again so this is the first time Gino really got involved and he put he put us in the hotel the day before apparently some of them do very very much on the continent but we hadn't done that Uh, especially for like a a Fulham which is down the road he he made us travel Thursday night and we stayed in the hotel and everyone was really aggrieved by it to be totally honest we be like why are we staying here we could be at home in our own beds blah 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 Anyway, long story short, we win 5-0, and Gino's like,
1: fold ya! Hi, this is Amin Abdi, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Podcast.
2: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50-80% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price
3: tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day
2: returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery, fee, and terms of supply. See McDonald's.com.
0: You know, the am telling now, do you get what I mean? Yeah. But it, 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 it came from that, from what the lads were like. Because I forget, you know what? before we got Matty Collie, we had Sebastian Bassong in there. Yes, of course. The Italian midfielder whose name I'm looking at him has got out my head. Tokyo? No. Tall, six foot plus, scored against Rotherham away, scored against Middlesbrough away. Oh, it's got out. Johnny Manari.
3: Was it Minari? Minari. Hey, Minari? Good name
0: for you. Very good name. But yeah, so we had people like him that had been at a level, knew what it took and what it was taking. And, and we were just like, when you start, it's going to sound really arrogant, but when you start seeing the other team, because Fulham had a half decent team at the time,
1: yeah.
0: but we were looking, and I remember the conversation was in, in the dinner hall before we went, we were looking at their team and we were looking at our team going, but well, they wouldn't get into our team. So why do we keep losing to these, like, worse teams? And I don't, I don't, don't ask me why, because if you remember, Keith Andrews as well had just gone. So there was all this kind of background noise with Keith and Lucas Neal and people like that, where these older guys, they were just pushing them out. They brought them in to do something, and then they changed the managers and got rid of them. And we personally thought getting rid of Keith and Lucas was a bad mistake. Personally, I thought they, they offered a lot. In terms of value to the team, but clearly they didn't see eye to eye with the management. And there's only certain things you can you see as a player. And then yeah, it, it just clicked. I don't know why we turned up, and you have it every now and again to put the warm up. You're like, oh my god, we're gonna be fucking good here. And then <laughs> Vid was very good before the goals. Abdi was ridiculously good. It was just like one of those nights, and it, it clicked. And The best part about it is we won and no one celebrated. It wasn't like, yes, we're back. It was like, job done, next.
3: This is the new normal. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, job done, next. Who's next? Lovely stuff. Yeah, that's how it carried on. Obviously, we, we get promoted. And, and there's a moment where you have to basically pick up it, it's an odd thing obviously Brighton away is amazing we see the scenes on the coach we see the 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 the, the nights out in Yateses and I think one of the things that a lot of people talk about Watford as a family club and a community club we talk about the Watford way and all of that sort of stuff was a, a lot of these players who yeah they, they'd come it was new to Watford suddenly we had this kind of cosmopolitan squad but loads of them kind of in the in the in the town center and of course there was a, yeah. a do in the Yateses and everything everybody seemed to come together for it 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 was amazing but of course there was also that Sheffield Wednesday game and that moment when you should be picking up a trophy why are you bringing this up and no no I'm not telling this story I'm not sorry I'm not asking that hang
2: on hang on this this actually made it to a podcast didn't it with Chris Kamara this did it was Carl it It was was him you broke your hand
3: Oh, that Him. was you said that thing Oh, yes. fair play. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't understand why ah. he was late. this <laughs> question. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's that moment where we're up and it's all celebrating. And instead of lifting a trophy, you're lifting a microphone and getting everybody to go, fuck it, we're up. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Go. I think like a fucking idiot, did I? Oh, yeah, no, I but well done, I've got to say, because yeah. it was it was, just... it was just like... Yeah, it was, it was a
0: weird time. So we... Before that game, we were chasing... Before the Brighton game, we were chasing everybody. And you yeah. remember the game we played Forest on a Thursday when everyone else to play Tuesday and Wednesday? And we was always chasing, 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 chasing. Yeah. Anyway, we, we beat Brighton, and we're now with our second. And if everything goes our way, can how you get promoted. And one thing I will say, because I feel like... Gino, Scott get a lot of stick. And some, some instances, I'm sure on reflection, they would say they deserve it. But in this instance, they were the ones who found the local restaurant in Watford, the Italian, I forget the name of it. And they had one in Radlett as well. And they would subsidize the players eating because they were like, look, go there, take your families, eat. But we can control now that you're going to eat good food at these good restaurants. And it, it made this feel that like inadvertently we 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 became a family. So if I wanted to take the kids for something to eat, oh let's go there because there's forgetting by the days, there's pizza, blah, blah blah But then you, me as an athlete, I could actually fuel up well. But now I'm seeing Fernando in there with uh, his family, or I'm seeing Alman in there with all Huggy's got his and before you know it, we're all in there. And it was like it, it created this thing that yes, we'd gone home and yes, we was away from football. But if you see these lads at foot from football with their families, the kids now start talking. The missus will say hello, and now we're going, oh, by the way, we've got such and such this weekend. We need to make sure tomorrow the lads are on it because of X, Y, Z reason. And they would take, I think they should take a lot of credit for those kind of things that they were very innovative at the time for, because that was never an option. And then, what was your part of the question? Sorry.
3: Well, the question I wanted to ask around around these things, these three seasons before we went up, when you're scoring goals yeah. like like they're going out of fashion. Yeah. The the middle season, which obviously has the, the 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 managers that we've gone through and talked about it. I remember once I remember I was accused of being Troy Deeney on the Watford Observer forum in the in the middle season when you were getting a slag <laughs> in for for whatever reason, right? And I went in and said. Well, this, this is this is a question in, in about three, in, in about 15 parts here. First season when we're there, you have yeah. Vidra, and he's rapid, and he's making the run on in behind... So that yeah, basically, they, they all have to drop off 10 yards, the opposition. And if they mm-hmm. do drop off 10 yards and you don't give it, you've got the space. Second year, yeah. you've got Forestieri playing where Vidra was. He's never making a run in, he's always yeah. holding the midfield. And it just seemed to kill our space. And you didn't have anybody to throw in the back. Forward of the, the, the third year, you've got Igalo doing it and or you've got vidra going in there was that a major part of the difference in the middle in in that middle season and and how much of a part yeah. did it play on the success cuz you you three i think vidra got 16 you got i don't know about twenty
0: seven in the 22. Million, yeah. Iggy got twenty. Yeah. No, we we was in a we were in a situation that, that does play a key part. Obviously, having people to to work to my strengths was obviously a big part of it. But I think what happened with the first year is if you remember, that was Gino's first year. Yeah. So 40 odd players come in on loan and, and we get to the player final yeah. with obviously the, the Leicester goal, the iconic goal. But it gave us like next one will be all right. Like, we, look what we could do in this short amount of time. Imagine what we'll do. And the second year was the first time ever we we signed Lewis McGugan. We signed all these championship names uh-huh. that were good players, but none of them fit. So Lewis is a, is a midfielder that likes to play as a 10. So yeah. he wants to come into the space. I'm a striker that play, probably plays a 10. I like to come into the space. Fernando comes. Before, you got four of us in this space. Yeah. Alman Abdi was already in this space. So we were trying to make the team work just to get the names and the players in, as opposed to going and getting the the right fits for that. Because even if you remember, I was linked to leaving that, that they went and bought yeah. yeah. So it was like, in my mind, it was like, well, I'm doing a good job. We've just signed a new deal. But you're signing people to replace me. And it was it just it was a really weird time. I think everyone's ego was inflated. And I'm glad we didn't get into the Prem. Cause if we'd have got into the Prem that year, we'd have been would have been the laughing stock because it was there was no, foundationally we wasn't ready for anything. So I think it's a bit of what you said and a bit of ignorance from from all of us at that time that we were just gonna we were just gonna be all right. And for me personally, I'd I'd gone from starting a year in jail to scoring 20 odd goals yeah. to now getting a really nice financial package to back that up. And, and I scored the first game. And that was always the key for me. If I scored early, because if you notice, whenever I'm injured, it takes me five or six games to score a goal afterwards. Mm. So I, do, I like that momentum. And what I was able to do on that second year was have the full preseason. Because if you remember the season before, I was in, in jail for preseason. season yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. So, yep. I had that pre-season and I was scoring in pre-season and then I was scored into the... And I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to score. And then it, 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 we got embarrassed, I think, the last day, like 4-1 against Huddersfield. Yeah, that was it. And I, I scored a pen for the 25th goal and it was like... <sighs> it's weird, man. It was like... That was all for fuck all, wasn't it? And if you notice, I never scored, it, I never scored that many goals ever again because I put more importance on winning as opposed to the South. Like, I've never been one that goes, oh, Troy scoring. Look how great Troy is. I'm like, well, you can't be great and lose it. Like, no one gives a shit about the kid who scored 25 goals. It's 13th in the league. Nice. So it was Jordan Rhodes. It was Daryl Murphy. They were the guys that were being linked with moves away. Yeah. Not, not me.
3: Yeah. So let's, yeah, yeah. let's forward point to the premiership. Cause as you say, it's, you. you have to come in there. We, we get, so the, the, the managers are obviously Kiko Sanchez-Flores' first season. What a nice you, guy he is. You you scored against Stoke, whereupon I hope you rang Tommy Mooney and said, I've just scored in the premiership, now fuck off. I really hope you did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and after, I think he was commentating at that point. Well, that's fair enough. I'm I'm just saying, you, you'd held a grudge for 12 years about... You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not?
0: I mean, Tommy is just as much as me. He will give me stick. Even now, even now, he will still say like, You never scored at Liverpool. I'm like, yeah, but you scored like you scored like three goals in your whole Premier League career. Like, come on, dude. But He's, as long as he's got one over
3: on me, he'll always be all right. Absolutely. Tommy right. Mooney, absolute fucking legend. We bought him something to get rid of his pigeons because he came on for so long. That's all I'm saying. So don't, <laughs> don't, don't be at all surprised if a very strange, obscure gift comes your way for no reason. Um, Kiko sanchez Flores, what word are you going to give him? Sexy. He's a good-looking <laughs> man. <mum>, wasn't
1: <laughs> I yeah, well, used to say
3: that. She said, yeah. I, you like I've, beard? I've talked about his beard a lot recently. Yes, yeah, a fantastic Oh, beard. God, it? you it's have good, as well. Good-looking chap. What was his managerial style from you, from your point of view?
0: was really good the first, the first time right I, and he will he will admit this I actually said to him on the second one this ain't gonna work yeah because I always feel like with the second go round you're always gonna try and be the first time and like not even if he's trying to be everyone's else perception is we remember what the first one looked like so why is why is he not going right the second one? I thought, first time around, I thought he was good. I thought he yeah, had Dean Austin as well. Dino stayed on, was brilliant. I thought all, fundamentally, all of the work together were, were, was great. I thought it was really good work. For me personally, like, I had a really good summer that year. I was fat as fuck when I came back. He was brilliant with me. He, he let me train. So most people will do, like, he's called a fat club, like, in football. She's called fat club. You'll do fat club at, like, eight till half eight. Get on a bike, spin, spin, spin. Go to happy brekkie, on a diet, train with everybody else. Do a gym session, have your sleep, do your afternoon session, and then you may have to do another half an hour bike. But you've got to get that that weight down as quick as possible. Right? He was he allowed me to do all of that, but instead of it being me sat on a bike. He just come for a jog with me for half an hour, talking football. Wow. We just jog around pitches, just me and him at his pace. Yeah, yeah. Like, weren't no great deal, but it was like we well, thought it was half an hour before it's an hour because he's talking about football and what have we got coming up and what do you think to this player? I want to try and add this player in, and he really got me on board in that first week in I think it was Austria again. I think we went, and he, he, was, he was brilliant like that. And I, I think he just got all the boys on the side. He was. We had one argument me and him, and it was he left me out against Spurs. He dropped me. I'd never played at White Hart Lane. Walter Bazzara did it as well. <sighs> Fucking wound me up. You know, like, growing up, these iconic stadiums. Yeah, yeah, yeah know, of yeah. course. I want to play at White Hart Lane. And he dropped me. And I think I think we lost 4-0. 4-0,
1: yeah. We got better. Harry Kane smashed us about that day, didn't he?
0: And Delhi Alley as well. Alli, yeah. Broad. Yeah. We had Lerma and all that. And anyway, Lamella, sorry. And he put me on the bench. And he genuinely was saving me because... We had another, we had a huge game the following week, right? And we had, I think we had a midweek as well. And, but he was genuinely trying to save me anyway. And I was just, I wasn't even pissed off that he dropped me, which was, just, I want to play this game so bad because I had like, I'm still a school kid, I was like, I've done, I've done Miller Park, I've done St. James, I'm ticking all these off. I hadn't never got to do, I never got to start White Hart Lane. But you want uh, that
3: as, as a fan, you want the people who are like basically playing your your kind of your vicarious fantasy on the pitch in your mm-hmm. colors. and the You want them to, and that's why we always start with how do you fall in love with football? You want them mm-hmm. to be going, I want to play in that game. I desperately want to be that because it's, yeah, it's Roy the Rover stuff. Why shouldn't it be? Absolutely. Yeah. And then he dropped me for that. And then
0: we we lose four now. I think he brought me on me like 10, 11 minutes to go. And I remember there's a chance foul to me. I'm sure it was on Sky on that game, a chance foul to me. And I just weren't ready. And it just like scuffed a shot against someone, it went out for a corner. But if I was ready and engaged, I probably would have scored. I would certainly would have hit the target.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I remember I was sat with Reddy Gilbart at the table and Reg, because obviously we had the Warsaw connection, Reg was always like my sounding board. And <laughs> if anyone wanted like, if I was in a bad mood, you spoke to Reg to talk to me inadvertently. He was like, you gauged it like <laughs> It is now now the time Reg and Reg was like no 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 leave me. so anyway we I remember we were sat down me and Reg were talking and it was it was a Sunday no we played on a Sunday so it was a Monday and, and, and the, the game was on because he used to put the game on in the canteen yeah and I was like Fuck, I was still like swearing and muttering under the fucking I can't really play that and, Fuck it, I'd have done better there and all, all these different things proper immature and he walked past and he said to Reg how is he and Reg was like yeah and, I, and he's like you're my friend yet yeah? I went to say something and I'll never forget Reddy grabbed me grabbed my leg under the table he went yeah he's fine he's fine and I went oh he went look I fucked up you ready for Wednesday and instantly I went yeah yeah all good I'll be ready but if Reg hadn't grabbed my leg I'd have been like how fucking dare you and this is it i got off on this rad rant and I probably would never have played again but Reg Uh, but Reg was like not worth it not the time not now that's why he's, he's obviously doing so well at Ipswich obviously as a coach but Reg had a real good sense of the room where I was quite emotional, heart on the sleeve, and this is how I feel, and you're going to get it, and then we can figure it out afterwards. I we did that, and then the only time he really showed a, a, a massive level of class and probably brought me and Iggy closer than we've ever been. And like, obviously, like we can now we, we talk, and I, I met him in Dubai in the summer when he was out there. Nice. He, it was a Man United game mm-hmm. when I call it the Iggy game when he had friggin' 18 shots. Of our 19 um, and wondered why we lost one nil.
2: Um,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was that one and and I, I was fuming, Caps was fuming, but I was fuming to a point like blood vessels coming out. Yeah, then I I, I didn't fly back with the team. Yeah. I, I drove back. You probably heard the story before, but the next day he 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 pulled us in the in the meeting room and it was Iggy on the right, him in the middle, me on the left, like a couple of chairs between us, and it was like, Look, I'm Iggy, I'm not gonna I'm not taking Troy's side I'm not going to come at you and Troy this isn't a have a dig moment this is let's look at the chances look at the opportunities and both give our perspectives as to as to why and he did this like mediation of every chance and like the the big one obviously is when Iggy goes through and he can slide it to me and I tap it in but he had four shots before that so it was like I was again going back to what I said. I was like, I would prefer to never score again, Gaffer, but we win every game. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm so cool with that. But I don't think he is. I think he is score first, the team second. Yeah. And to be fair to me, when yeah, I am, mm. I was like, makes sense. That's just two different types of personality for striker. He's what you call, I would call a striker, a poacher, a, a natural finisher. I am a team guy. I'm only going to do as well as the team does, for example. And we went through it and, and he said, and I hope you don't mind me saying it, but he said like, yeah, I didn't I did have no thought of passing. He said, I saw you. Yeah. I just had no thought of passing. Which as you can imagine, at like that time, you're like, next out here like, Argh! But I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when someone's honest with you, what, what are you going to do? What can you do? Yeah, what can you do? That's Absolutely.
3: it. But sometimes sometimes the best way to do that is to hold up a mirror to someone and for him, him to look at it and go, yeah, and I'm about as close to Troy as he was to me then and I could have passed to him now. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And then the beauty of all of that is we go on to be so successful throughout that mm. year. And, and, and I think like hindsight, we're a little bit older now and obviously a bit more mature. It was like, I think Iggy started to believe the hype that he was going to go and score 20 goals and me and him was going to both move on in the sub you know what I mean because it, yeah, yeah, you yeah. remember no one was playing 4-4-2 at that time we was yeah, mm. we were really successful with it and we were beating all the big teams and we, we were putting them under serious pressure the only time we did it we played City away and he played me and Iggy on the wing and Gerardo through the middle mm. and it was like that one didn't go down too well, as you yeah. can imagine. We played <laughs> left wing with Kyle Walker running past me all day. It was not a game <laughs> i uh, remember too fondly, but it was—it was a good time. It was a really good yeah.
3: time. Yeah. Fantastic. Obviously, matsari seemed to be a manager who was, shall we say, prickly. I know you've described him as as tactically really yeah. astute, but what what yeah. would what would be your one kind of if you were going to take a look at that year holistically overall? What what would you, awesome. would you <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. There
1: we go. <laughs> Boom. Lovely. Next. to said the same about me. My biggest memory of that season was we, we had that shocker at Millwall. We, we'd gone out the cup. Yeah, Pantilimon decided he didn't want to play, and then Gomez came on for a
0: few months before. Don't worry, Pantillamon.
1: Yeah, it yeah. Up. So, it, but that, that that was a that was a shocker, and then and then we go to the Arsenal. I'm thinking as I'm get getting to the Arsenal day, I'm like, I fucking can't be dealing with this. This is Graham Taylor day again, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The day before it was. You know, what what a day! And I remember you coming over to the fans at the end, and it was like it it was a, what it was quality. To be fair, that that game pretty much kept us up. It, it kept us up. Yeah. Time.
0: Those two weekends were... Well, actually, that was a midweek, was it? It uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, Bill Wall was Sunday, I want to say, and then I think it was a Wednesday was the Arsenal game. Yeah, it was. And it was so indicative of him as a person. So Bill Wall, very ignorant we just turned up, we're going to win. Like, no, 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 Gaffer, no, like the real hard place to go. Ah, when I was at Napoli, it was like, yeah, but you're not at Napoli. You're, we're you're not at the same. Like, Trying to explain that ignorance of, yes, we've got good players. Yes, it, but when we go here, it's going to be fucking horrible. It's going to be freezing. Yeah. They're going to be kicking it long. They're going to, oh, no, no. If we just get the ball down and play? And I was like, okay, no problem. I was on the, if you remember, I was on the bench. I think he brought me on one nil down. Yeah. With about 10 minutes to go. And it was funny. I was somewhere recently working a game for Sky. I can't remember what game it was. So one of the kit men was the kit man at Millwall at the time. I can't remember where I was, but I was, playing, I was doing a game for Sky recently. And the guy was like, I'll never forget you because of that game. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, "We they lost. I don't know about Watford. They lost. And Mazzari wouldn't go into the to the manager's change room after the defeat. It was Neil Harris was in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got on the bus and left. And I went in as the the representative for Watford to be like, congratulations, wish you all the best in the fourth, blah, blah, blah. Have a good time. And then literally three days later, we're in the landmark hotel at half 12 doing shape. And he's got Daval Yamat by the shoulders going, when Alexis Sanchez has the ball, do this. And he's literally pulling Daval Darryl Yamat. Davil's played in the <laughs> World Cup f- uh, semi-final yeah. for Holland. He's like, <laughs> do this. Do that. And I promise you, this happened. happen. And before you know it, before you know it, it's we go beat them. What, boys, three, three, one? Two, one, two one. Boys. Two, one. Two, two, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two, one. But it was like, he cannot run you doing this because he does this. And tactically, you were like, whoa, in in the hotel, let's yeah, yeah, host, yeah, in yeah. the landmark hotel, yeah. you're going, this ain't going to fucking work. We just got to. The <laughs> but then you you go out on the pitch, and five minutes in, you're like, hold on, this is everything okay. he said is, is working. Like mm. We we had Sanchez, Giroud, Ozil, Welbs. Yeah. I think it was their front four, yeah. and we shut them down. The whole first half, we shut them down, and we could have went and scored three or four. Yeah, and he was like, "Do this, do that. You be there When the ball's there. You did." And in the ho- again in a landmark hotel where he's just cleaned out all the dinner tables, and now we're standing there doing this stuff. You're like, this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're 2 0 up at half time, sitting there, everyone's kind of going, fucking work. A weird, yeah. strange, strange time. But then we won that game. And if you remember, we were crap for four weeks afterwards. Yeah. 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 We had to beat Swansea at home. We beat them 1 yep. 0 to stay up. But he'd do weird things so Like I played that game, scored, and then the next game, Southampton at home, a Akaka starts. Oh, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and he's yeah. like, but it was no, it's not a dig with a Akaka. I loved Stefan. I thought it was unbelievable. But it'd be like, all week, I'm in the squad, I'm in the squad, I'm in the squad, I'm in the squad. In the squad. Saturday, throw you on the bench. <laughs> Who the fuck did that yeah. come from? Yeah. Yeah, but he had right. this yeah. like ignorance towards like the foreign players were better than us and it was like it wasn't it wasn't a personal attack on me or it wasn't a personal attack on Craigie Kafka, but it was like if you remember Craigie Kafka wasn't really played it was Cabraselli. it was Prodo it was Britos and yeah. Britos could get sent off for a, a tackle in someone's neck and he'd be back in the next week but Craigie could like Make a pass, one pass off the pitch, and you'd be dropped. And it would became this thing where like the English people weren't good enough, and it was everybody else. But then when we got to the sticky moments, throw all the English lads back in. Uh-huh. And was, yeah, and, that, and that's where like mine and his like rift came. It probably wasn't that, but that's how it was from from my point of view at that time period. Yeah. Fascinating.
3: Fascinating stuff. I remember when when Nigel Pearson came in, I, I think Carlos did the same thing. On his first day, he got a bunch of supporters to come in, and we were there. And John Marks and Dave Messenger gave us a little tour around the dressing room and stuff. And we were going into the dressing rooms, and John Marks turned around and said, and this is, of course, what we have, and this is where the media go, and this is what. And somebody asked the question about, oh, oh what happens with the media? Oh, well, they have this, and then we we might have like 13 or 15 different media from around the world because it's Premier League. Mm-hmm. And, and who did they ask to speak to? Troy Deeney. <laughs> And anyone, else? no, Troy Deeney, and it's like he can be here till God knows what time, completing mm-hmm. these particular pieces for a long period. At that point, you seem to be absolutely the representative of the club. And the day after that Arsenal game, you were also a representative of the club at Graham Taylor's funeral. Yeah, how was it? One being. And I don't think I'm going... to genuinely just got like goosebumps.
0: Yeah, well, no, no. no, no you... I've not spoken about this day in a long time. And it, um...
3: But you are a yeah. talisman for the club at points where it's vital. How did mm-hmm. that responsibility sit? And tell us a little bit about your relationship yeah, with Grant. Sorry,
0: you've made me get a little bit emotional. Sorry, I don't know where the fuck that's come from.
3: Sorry, yeah, no, it's good. Sorry, right, I normally no, make no, listeners sorry. cry, not normally no, the people sorry, we're talking sorry. to. Um, that's all right, mate. No, do you know? Do you know what it is? It's it,
0: it's nice to hear, man. It's genuinely nice to hear because uh, fucking hell, Troy. Sorry for for being in a, in a situation for so long where. I'm the problem, I'm the problem, I'm the problem. So when, when Watford won, I was part of the reason we won. When Watford lost, I was the sole reason we lost. Every year we need a new striker, every every year we need to get rid of Troy, we need a new captain. And listen, I'm big enough and ugly enough to fucking deal with most of it. But when you, uh, the reason you said that is because whenever it came to key moments within our, our time period, and I, and I say we, because it's me, Maps, Gomez, Doily, Craigie Kafka, whatever it was shit, you boys deal with it. Whenever there was a shit game, you deal with it. Whenever there was a loss, you deal with it. Whenever, whatever the situation was, throw Troy in front of it, throw these lads mm-hmm. in front of it. What pissed me off the most over that time period is whenever we used to lose, remember we used to do the lap round the pitch? Yeah, yeah. Two and three. And you probably see it still to this day, two and three. You win the game, it's everyone, their kids, their missus, their fucking grandmas on there. You're like, it has to go both ways. Yeah. So when you, when you say that, the reason I got goosebumps is because the Graham Taylor one we wanted everyone to turn up because we thought, I thought he was, so, he was so big to the club that we as a team should have been there. And as yeah. you can imagine, there was a lot of disagreement because, and, and rightly so, they, they they never met the man. They didn't yeah. know the man. They don't know. But I thought as a club, we should all be there. Hmm. And the, the, the senior figures turned up. Mapsy wasn't even part of the club at that time. He was actually, wasn't he? Yes. He, no, not Mapsy. Doyley wasn't even part of the club. Hmm. Doyley was there. Do yeah, so you get what I mean? And then it was also finding that balance between. Being there to represent and show your respects to the family, but we're we're we can't become a sideshow.
3: Yeah, you can't be the story. No, this
0: is still a funeral. This is still Mrs. Mrs. Taylor's lost her a partner. Kids have lost their dad. Do you know what I mean? And what because we play football, we should be the sideshow as to why fucking Sky Sports and that. Like, I, I yeah. feel really strongly about it. Obviously, I've, I've been lost my dad. Like, if someone came there and made it about them, yeah, I'd be fuming. So we really try to juggle that balance between showing our respects, but also being pushed to the side. And then for you guys, for you to say that, like, yeah, and yeah, have a little bit to be fair, because, yeah, I'm always, I'm always the bad guy, even though the intention was always to to make the club bigger and better for for when we eventually left, because that's the one thing we know we're going to move on. And mm-hmm. I, th- I thought we left it in good hands. And
1: you know. I can assure you, Troy, uh, and I, I know I speak for people, for- Thousands of Watford fans that the club in its current state, whatever you want to say about the ownership, anything like that, misses its leader. It misses its captain. You were, in my opinion, and not just my opinion, Watford's most successful captain. I think the term "legend" gets overused in in today's society, but in terms of football, in terms of the you know the man <laughs> that you are, just talking to you on there, answering a phone call to your mum, that sort of stuff. That mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll take that sort of stuff away from this this interview. Not. That, that, yeah, that. And, and I think I, I don't think it's said enough and I think that, that the love that the supporters still have for you you know the fact that they still want you to go and succeed wherever you go when you went to Birmingham I was like fucking arsehole but you were not awful no. that wasn't your fault that, that's, that's no, part no. of being a footballer but in, in terms of Troy Deeney and Watford's relationship I think there'll always be that there because of what you've done and, and you should be massively proud of that massively proud of that when, no, thank you when, thank when, you, thank you, when, when you, you departed
3: you, yeah when when you departed and I, th- I think it's reasonable to say that especially for those younger fans who could not remember obviously the thing beforehand mm-hmm. with all of the movement of the managers, you were the constant, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about, yeah, 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 of course we're talking about Lloydinho. Yes, of course we're talking about maps. Of course we're talking about, but you were there, right. i spoken it. about enough though, when, in my opinion. No, oh, no, I don't disagree with you, but trust me, we, we want to get maps and Lloydinho on the same one. Now that would be fun. Right.
0: Well, oh, to be fair, you need five hours of that because everybody well, can fucking talk for the power. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. The, the point was, we said, for, for a lot of the younger players, and you said it in your farewell video, you said, I know this sounds daft, but it feels like I'm grieving for a loss of a family member. And that was exactly yeah. how so many of the those uh, those young supporters felt. Obviously, old farts like us, yes, we know that there was a, pre, mm-hmm. a pre-Troy a pre time, but you were there and you were the constant and you were so, look, that, that, that's, that's a huge thing. Carlos mentioned there about being the club captain. You are unquestionably, and I will I will argue this still, I'm blue in the face, the most successful. It's actually not an argument. The, it's no, actually, it's, not. it's not. It's not. Six you know, we're simply Six, top, are flight seasons, yeah. six top flight yeah. seasons, two promotions, two cup semifinals, and a cup final in GT's first season, because nothing else can rival that apart mm-hmm. from the first GT era, right? But we changed captains we had les taylor we had johnny mcclelland was there at one point so it yep. changed you there? you were there through all of that my god this is sounding like an intervention isn't it what am i talking about anyway <laughs> you know but no I, I i messed it up at the
0: start sorry i got a little
3: not bit, at little bit. Oh, not oh. at all not at all not all. it's it, it, it's vital that you were there we, we're gonna we're gonna get just into these 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 final managers if that's can all no right
0: wait. no no i just cancelled my other thing so i've got i've got however long you want are you sure i can oh man yeah. this
3: is this is great